June 17th, Acts chapter 11, verses 1 through 30. Soon the news reached the apostles and other believers in Judea that the Gentiles had received the word of God. But when Peter arrived back in Jerusalem, some of the Jewish believers criticized him. You entered the home of Gentiles and even ate with them, they said. Then Peter told them exactly what had happened. One day in Joppa, he said, while I was praying, I went into a trance and saw a vision. Something like a large sheet was let down by its four corners from the sky, and it came right down to me. When I looked inside the sheet, I saw all sorts of small animals, wild animals, reptiles, and birds that we are not allowed to eat. And I heard a voice say, Get up, Peter, kill and eat them. Never, Lord, I replied. I have never eaten anything forbidden by our Jewish laws. But the voice from heaven came again. If God says something is acceptable, don't say it isn't. This happened three times before the sheet and all it contained was pulled back up to heaven. Just then, three men who had been sent from Caesarea arrived at the house where I was staying. The Holy Spirit told me to go with them and not to worry about their being Gentiles. These six brothers here accompanied me, and we soon arrived at the home of the man who had sent for us. He told us how an angel had appeared to him in his home and had told him, "'Send messengers to Joppa to find Simon Peter. He will tell you how you and all your household will be saved.' Well, I began telling them the good news, but just as I was getting started, the Holy Spirit fell on them, just as He fell on us at the beginning. Then I thought of the Lord's words when He said, John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. And since God gave these Gentiles the same gift He gave us when we believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I to argue? When the others heard this, all their objections were answered, and they began praising God. They said, God has also given the Gentiles the privilege of turning from sin and receiving eternal life. Meanwhile, the believers who had fled from Jerusalem during the persecution after Stephen's death, traveled as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus, and Antioch of Syria. They preached the good news, but only to Jews. However, some of the believers who went to Antioch from Cyprus and Cyrene began preaching to Gentiles about the Lord Jesus. The power of the Lord was upon them, and large numbers of these Gentiles believed and turned to the Lord. When the church at Jerusalem heard what had happened, they sent Barnabas to Antioch. When he arrived and saw this proof of God's favor, he was filled with joy, and he encouraged the believers to stay true to the Lord. Barnabas was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit, and strong in faith, and large numbers of people were brought to the Lord. Then Barnabas went on to Tarsus to find Saul. When he found him, he brought him back to Antioch. Both of them stayed there with the church for a full year, teaching great numbers of people. It was there at Antioch that the believers were first called Christians. During this time, some prophets traveled from Jerusalem to Antioch. During this time, some prophets traveled from Jerusalem to Antioch. One of them, named Agabus, stood up in one of the meetings to predict by the Spirit that a great famine was coming upon the entire Roman world. This was fulfilled during the reign of Claudius. 
So the believers in Antioch decided to send relief to the brothers and sisters in Judea, everyone giving as much as they could. This they did, entrusting their gifts to Barnabas and Saul to take to the elders of the church in Jerusalem. Verse, the the third one, you know, where it says, Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we'll reap a harvest if we don't give up. And I love that verse. And it was just such good timing. It's like, I know you're tired. I know you're, you're wiped out. And a lot of you in this room, you know, probably come here today and, and going, man, I just can't do the right thing anymore. It's just too tough. It's just too hard. I'm just going to give it up. And that verse is just so encouraging. Oh, come on, don't, don't grow weary in this. Don't, 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 don't give it up. I know it's just so hard to walk the right path sometimes, but you can't get tired of it because there's that promise that if you don't give up, you're going to reap a harvest. I don't, I don't know what your struggle is this week. I don't know what your week's been like. I don't know what your year's been like so far. But I'm willing to bet many of you are just going, man, it's just been a tough, long haul. And I feel like I've been fighting, 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 fighting. And I'm just tired. And I want to quit. And the Bible says, don't give up. Don't give up. There's a reward in it. You know, and that, I've just been claiming that verse day after day after day. Just going, okay, I can't get tired of this i got to keep doing what God's called me to do. See, he starts off the passage, and he, he, says, uh, he says, don't be deceived. I mean, don't, don't let anyone, uh, you know, drag you in this, this, this wrong direction. Stop being led astray is literally what it says. Stop being led astray. God is not mocked. And now the word mocked is the idea of, uh, of being fooled or, or being uh, ridiculed. You ever, ever have someone mock you or uh, ridicule you? You know, it's, we, we've all had it happen to us. If you have older brothers, older sisters, you know, as, as a kid, it starts there. I remember my brother when we were younger, just always, you know, just trying to tease you or trick you or something. Remember when Crazy Glue first came out? <laughs> you know, I remember my brother was fixing his bike and, and he goes, Hey, Francis, come put your fingers around uh, the, the bike here. And, uh, and, and he puts crazy glue, he goes, squeeze it really hard like that. And I got this bike, you know, here, and then he just walks away. And <laughs> I'm stuck to this bike. It was pretty funny, you know, so he comes back with a knife and we cut my fingers back open. But, you know, it's just, I, ever since I was a kid, you know, just, just the whole idea of mocking one another, tricking one another. And, and then you get older in life and, and pretty soon it's, it's not so funny. You know, pretty soon people start lying to you, promising things to you, telling you how much they care about you, and you realize that's all a lie. That's all a, it's all a joke to you, isn't it? You know, and, and people that make promises to you suddenly break your heart, and you go, wow, you're kidding me. You had me fooled that whole time. I thought everything was good between us. I, I thought you really cared. I thought you, you really meant it. I thought you were a, a man or a woman of your word, and, and you, 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 they start lying to you, and it kills you, right? Man, and how many times in the church, people that have been coming for years, you know, acting like, oh, no, 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 everything's good, everything's together, I'll be a leader in the church, this or that, and you just you find out the truth later on, you go, you totally fooled me the whole time. You've been fooling me for years? And the Bible says, don't be deceived because you're not going to do that to God. 